A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. On News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday, Haley. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, Dan. It is the biggest weekend of the year, the pinnacle of the entire year. Is happening this week. Father's it's not Day. your birthday. Okay. Father's Day. Oh, okay. Haley, there's a lot of big <laughs> holidays throughout the year, but Father's Day, that's where my family pulls out all the stops. Cotton candy on the yard. Cotton candy. Your dunk kids tanks. never even had cotton candy until I brought it to her. Well, yeah, but this year we're going. They, they've got a Ferris wheel set up. It's going to be big time fun. Is that what you're doing for your dad? Yeah, I'm making a carnival in the yard. Yeah, yep. yeah. We've even got yep. you know all the helpers and all the workers coming. It's going to be great. We're going to have a <laughs> lot of fun. No, we don't have a carnival planned, but we've we got all kinds of amazing stuff planned for this episode. It's going to be the Father's Day extravaganza for part of it. For part of it, yeah. Yes. The whole first half. Yes, the first half of it. And then the second half is a bunch of jobs. Well, it's for inspiration. Your, well, and then the jobs. And jobs. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's going to be great for everybody. And right now we're joined in the studio with Repcolite's own Ryan Mullen, our sales manager. Ryan, thanks Hi, for being here. Thank you. Yeah, we're excited to have you here because you have a new baby in the house. And we thought, what says Father's Day more than a new baby in the house? Right. Yeah, yeah, the third child. Yeah. When when did the, the new baby arrive? Uh, May 27th. All right, you're going to have to write that down because <laughs> I have been notorious at forgetting all of those dates. So make sure you don't do that. You should get a tattoo or something. I will do that. Then you'll know. Yeah. There For all three go. of them. For all uh-huh. three of them. Yeah. So tell me more. You've got three kids. Yep. I have a six year old, a four year old, and then the newborn. All right. So, and it's going good. That's the last one, though. Okay. We both agree on that. <laughs> All right. That's definitely the last one. Last one. Yep. So we're very happy. It's a good number. Yeah, Someone's for left sure. out, so yep. it's good to have a middle child. Always yep. a good <laughs> There you go. Oh, and yes, I've got a middle child. I've got five. And yes, all the things they say about middle children come true. So you, you have three, you have boys, girls. So I have two, two older boys, uh, both six and four. And then Hadley is the newborn. Right. And we finally got our girl. All right. Aww, you think sweet. she's going to work out? I think so. You right. think she's going to work? You're not yeah. going to send her back? <laughs> yeah, we'll keep her. At this point, we'll keep her. She dried out a little bit. When they first come out, they're all wrinkly. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's smoothed out. Oh, Everything's she's smoothed good. out. Yeah, she's looking fresh. good. All right. All right. How about sleeping? How's that going? She's actually doing really well. She does about a four-hour clip before she has to eat, which is really nice. Hey, good for her. Yeah. 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 It's made life a lot easier. Rockstar. Much better than her brother's. Any big changes? I mean, you know, we're talking Father's Day stuff, and we're going to get to our recommendations for Father's Day gifts, last-minute Father's Day gifts. Right. Which really, this whole thing is all about, it's for my children. <laughs> In case How about Dan? They haven't been talking enough about the gifts. And, you know, I, I, I should just have wanna... consulted with you and tried well, to figure out what do you want. Well, I don't even know if they're remembering, so that's what this episode is entirely about. But Father's Day. Ryan, what what has changed for you as a person? You know, let's go really deep here. Since you've had <laughs> right kids. on the spot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't do as much on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, that's uh, fair. That's yeah, fair. I stay home that's a lot, um, which I don't mind. I actually like that. I go to bed earlier. Yeah, um, and I also get up earlier. Wow. So, so less sleep. You do less on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So but less, it's good. But really. it's yeah. When I say less, though, it's more with the kids, not right. out and about. And, and right. that's a huge thing. I, and yeah, when I 
first started having kids, the, the my my sisters babies were their thing Mm -hmm. you know that was just oh they could and they weren't my thing even remotely kids weren't my thing and i had kids and i thought oh my goodness how am i going to handle this and yeah once they got past the really breakable stage (laughs) and they could fall down and get back up again and they i realized they were all right the fun that we have had yeah so i become more immature that's what's happened to me. Well, yeah, I think that's what'll happen to me too. Like, I'm excited to have kids so that I have an excuse to do kid things. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All the fun yeah. toys that yes, I would see exactly. that I can't as an adult right. buy. Like, I can't go and get that for myself because that's ridiculous. <laughs> but if I have a kid, now I have an excuse. Yeah, we can go do that. Uh, there's so many fun things. So yes. yeah, there's, there's all that ahead of you, Ryan. And oh, yeah. you're living through some of it right now. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. We want to get to Father's Day gifts and recommendations. And then I think Ryan is going to judge... Which one of the yeah, three of us brought we'll the best? You may even choose yourself, Ryan, if you want to be wrong. I might have to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but first, let's talk about some paint stuff a minute since you're here. Uh, because as we were getting ready to do this, you were talking about just the product shortages and the struggles right now. And if you've tried to buy paint, if you're a contractor, even homeowners sometimes, it's it's a struggle across the board. You know, No matter who you are company-wise, paint companies everywhere are struggling to get all the products that they need and get them on the shelf. Now, we've talked about it on the show before, but Ryan, you know, what are you seeing out there right now? Uh, so there are still shortages. Um, the beauty of what we have to offer, though, as a company is we have options, right? Mm-hmm. So we have our product. We have Benjamin right. Moore. We have PPG. We have Rust-Oleum. So if we don't have the product you came in for, we can usually get you something to yeah, finish your it project. Yeah, be able to pivot. Right. Yes. No. That's the big thing. You know, we were coming up with some, you know, basically something to take to our contractors at some cookouts that we've got coming up. And we kind of worked out uh, working your way through or navigating the product shortage in right. the best possible manner. And there were a number of things that we came up with, just some simple things, obvious things, but it will really help. And it's communicating, talking yes. about projects that you've got coming up. You know, yeah, if it's planning gonna, ahead. All right, planning mm-hmm. ahead. If it's going to take some product and a lot of it, Make sure you're reaching out to your sales rep if you're a contractor or even, you know, if you're a contractor, just talk to the folks at any Rep Collider Port City Paints. Let them know ahead of time exactly. and as much time as you can to yep. get them, you know, able to pull those products together. And another thing is being flexible, exactly. being willing to adjust. You may not get that ideal product that you were shooting for, but there are great alternatives. There are. And we'll spend our due, we'll do our due diligence in trying to find an alternative for you that's suitable for your project. Well, basically, yeah, you say that. And that, that really, you know, you're not giving yourself half the credit that I think you deserve on that because you were describing before you went on air about what a day looks like. And you were just saying, you get there with this plan. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And then I'm going to go home. And you say, you basically end up often spending the whole day calling everywhere, trying to track down products. Specific products, right. Yeah. And our customers are the most important important people to us, right? Our customers are, you know, we want to make sure that they get their project done, they get it done on time, and they get it done with the quality that they expect. So that's important to us. So yeah, I spend a lot of time trying to track down an alternate source for a product. And I think we got our reps doing that, the stores are doing that. So when you say due diligence, yeah, you're saying the right thing, but I think it kind of, it's not as amazing as what you're really doing. Oh, and I you. don't give a lot of compliments, it's Ryan. It's true. It is true, yeah. isn't it, Haley? I normally bring the smackdown. This is a hostile work environment, actually. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> All right. It's not. It's not. It's not. I'm, a, I, I'm a pleasure to work with. 
trust me. No, let's let's get to Father's Day gifts. We've got a little bit of time on this segment. We'll carry it over to the next segment and really explore all the options that I'm bringing to this. Okay, yes. Because yeah, it's a competition. I'm, it is. Everything important. is. I'm really bad at the whole gift thing, but I love to do it because it's a fun it's a fun exercise in thought. So let's start with just some basic ideas where we're trying to give you ideas that you can run out and get today. You right. know, not stuff not that you have to online, order. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. Ryan, I didn't give you really great info about what you're supposed to do here. That but is true. W- <laughs> I wanted an in so that at least I can beat you. Yeah, you sent a text <laughs> saying, think of three things that you'd want for Father's Day. P.S. I'm not going to get you these. Well, I didn't, I didn't want you to. Very disappointing. Yeah, I didn't want you to come with the wrong idea here. What did you come up with for one of them? I mean, let's start with your most expensive, if you can break it mm. down that way. Well, none of mine are very expensive. So Perfect. I would say in either like a local craft beer or a locally produced liquor. I mean, I, I do have that. three kids, so need a little relaxation sometimes. Oh, I thought it was for the children. <laughs> you have three kids. So we'll need three bottles lot. in order to make this happen. All right. That's very good. That's yeah, very good. E- easy to get. It's local. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Haley, what was yours? The most expensive? I I would say so, yeah. Let's start there. An experience. So like going to the batting cages, if you have availability on Sunday to do it, great. Or planning for a future event, like there's a car show coming up next, or yeah, next weekend. Where is that? In Belmont. All right. Yeah. Okay. So an experience like that. Exactly. Or a baseball game, you know, planning a concert in the future. Fred Meyer Gardens has the whole concert series this summer. So that could be a really good opportunity to actually spend a day together. All right. Well, (laughs) mine was different than all of those things (laughs) because I I always, I'm very practical. You know, I don't like to spend money that's just on an experience Uh or liquor or whatever. (laughs) No, what, what I would get or ask for or yeah that is a, a one-handed reciprocating saw it's a tool sure, so we yeah. all know what a sawzall is right you picture that mm-hmm. it's, it's a two-handed thing right well dewalt has theirs is called an atomic it's a one-handed reciprocating saw uh, milwaukee has a hacksaw that's what they call theirs and i ran into this because my electrician son caleb mm-hmm. has snagged one because he sees all the guys on the job site working with it yeah and he decided, I need to have one of those. And I thought, maybe you'll get the two-handed one because it's bigger. And he said, no, I want this littler one. It's lighter. I can work over my head. Oh, and he's sure. cutting everything. I mean, he's cutting anything that a sawzall can. With the right blades, you can cut through metal. He's cutting pipes, copper, wow. PVC. Hmm. He's even cut uh, like a 4 by 4 yeah, like a post, 4 by 4 wow. fence post. And all of that, uh, he comes to the house the other day, and I'm trying to bring a table to the thrift store Mm -hmm. big drama in my life and i'm throwing away other stuff out of my garage and something was too big to fit into my garbage and i'm trying to bend it and smash it apart on the driveway so it will fit and caleb says dad dad let me show you my favorite tool in the whole wide world and he pulls this thing out cuts the thing apart into just a couple minutes you know a couple of seconds he's got the whole thing sliced apart in the driveway threw it away is it on a battery it's on a 20 well the dewalt one all of them are battery okay so the dewalt one has a 20 volt battery it tra- it's interchangeable between all the other DeWalt That's hand tools. Cool. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah, the different blades. You can use it on anything. Dan, I think this was a good one. What? Are you oh, just I know trying to was... psych us out? Yeah, I'm trying to set Ryan up thinking, wow, Dan, Dan <laughs> wow, doesn't think, is... oh my, Dan's got gold. <laughs> that Dan's is a pretty good one, I'll give you It that. is good. It's about 150 bucks, so it it's a, a kingly king. gift. Yeah, it is. But if your father's a kingly man, perhaps he deserves one. So we'll put a link in the show notes. You can check it out. 
Haley had something. Ryan had something. Dan had gold. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to hit the rest of our list. That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back, and Haley and I are in the studio with Ryan Mullen, Repco Light Sales Manager. And we're dishing out all kinds of great Father's Day gifts. And then at the end of the show, of the segment, not the show, but the end of the segment, Ryan, you're going to give us uh, a trophy. Yeah, the determination of who mm-hmm. won the best recommendations. Now, these are recommendations that you can run out and get today. We already went through what we considered the more high end. If you got some money to spend on dad, those are the things. Ryan, what, what's your other gift? A nice movie gift card so Dad can go to the movies all by himself. Oh, all by himself? Ooh. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I wish everybody could see the look in Ryan's eyes. It's a little yeah. disturbing. <laughs> Ryan needs really some time alone. <laughs> you got three little kids all under the age of six, right? Yes. Six and under. Yep. And so that movie time, not you and your wife? Uh, well, she can come too, but then somebody, we'd have to recruit grandma to watch the boys. Oh, oh and that's the, true. And the you new do baby. need that. Yeah. All right. So a movie gift card. Do you have something particular that you want to see? The new Top Gun. Yeah. yeah. All right. I heard yeah. it's good. Yeah. I've heard good things about that. Yeah. I never cared for the old one. Hmm. So maybe it's I'll give it a goofy. try. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. We'll see once. All right. Yeah. That's a good one, Ryan. You know, you're new at this. Well, I like you. that. Yeah. Thank you. Haley, what's your middle ground one? Um, this is one if you want to do something crafty with the kids to give to dad for Father's Day. And it's needs some explaining, so I'll try to go fast. But essentially the idea is you'd wet some dirt outside and get a footprint. With water. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got boys. You even have to I know, say that. I know. But boys, yes. boys will be boys. Wet some dirt with water so that you have kind of a, a nice mud. And then make a footprint or a handprint in the ground. And then cast plaster into it, let it dry, and then you've got a little mold and cast plaster hand or foot to give down. All right. I really like that. That's, That's good, good, Haley. I'm going to adjust mine because I've got like 27 things. <laughs> and I'm going to go to what I considered oh my, my El Cheapo one. My, El you know, Because that's what that was. What you just dished out was just cheap. But cool. It, it's a cool. Ex- that wasn't a criticism. It's it inexpensive. <laughs> It's inexpensive. Yes. It's inexpensive. inexpensive. This one is inexpensive and stupid. I have that yard golf game that I made. You helped me kind of yes. make that and put that together. Yeah. And we have had so much fun with this. I really think this is a good gift. If your dad likes golf, mm-hmm. this was a lot of fun. And it's not what you're thinking. You don't use a club, so you know, dad's gonna be a little frustrated. But I didn't want anybody digging divots out of my yard. So what sure. we did is we bought a bunch of little cones, little sports cones. Yeah. You know, just little orange cones. Like we see all over the place in Michigan. Honestly, if you could if you're sneaky. Damn. No, we I would never <laughs> recommend that. <laughs> no, you just get these little ones, they're cheap, get them at a sports store. And then you and I kind of searched around on a couple different lunch hours for the right ball. But you kick these balls. I found some foam and I guess they were just little soccer balls, about yeah. six inches wide. Yep. Not a big ball. It's gotta be kinda right. kinda small but meaty enough that you can kick it. And you need a Sharpie marker so you can write on each one of these cones what hole it is. But then we create a golf course on our yard and then tee off, we're kicking the ball, but we'll kick it towards one. You count of course, you know how golf works. I don't have to go through all of that. You keep track on an app on your phone. 
and we play a full nine holes. One of the apps that I had actually will uh, allow you to uh, set par for oh, whichever wow. course, you know, for That's creating cool. a course. We did that, and we had a ton of fun on the yard doing that. The kids are all clamoring to get that out again. I bet I it like cost it. us 15 total bucks to put that together. But yeah, ton of fun. You've got all the fun of golf. Right. And all and of the soccer. frustration of golf. Yeah, I'm not a big soccer fan. But you're kicking a ball. I know, I'm not very good at it, so okay. that's where the frustration comes in. <laughs> Ryan, did you have any other I know you, you brought two, you said. Yeah, that's my best two. That was your I, best yeah. two. Haley, do you have one more? I have one more. Um my dad is really into his car. Like very pristine. Yeah. Like okay. it's always super, super clean. People think it's oh, always wow. brand new and it's not. That's amazing. Um so I want to get him a car vacuum because he always goes to the car wash and vacuums it out like once a week. But if he had something in the car, he'd probably love it. Well, you got to give me more info so here. A car vacuum. Well, would you? How much is it? How oh. big is it? Well, they range. Where does it sit? Does it sit in your car? <laughs> okay. Is it like you a Roomba? Pause. I'm sorry. Yeah, not a robot. Okay. Um, it's something that you would power. You know, turn on and vacuum. But they make different ones. Some of them plug into the lighter. Sure. You know, socket, but. The reviews on those ones aren't great. No, I've had no, one. Those are not, not very powerful. Right. So I would get like a little handheld cordless, um, like Dirt Devil or another Bissell, something like that, where it's a little bit more expensive. You okay. know, now you're into like the $50 range, yep. but they have way better reviews. Well, the vacuums intrigue me. I like a clean space mm-hmm. and I do enjoy vacuums. Mm-hmm. I bought a shop vac that hangs on the wall in the garage. Use it for cars, use it for all kinds of stuff. I like that. I really like that, too. So, my last one, very quickly, a French press. If if the dad in your family loves coffee, Haley connected me with this. I didn't know what a French press was. Briefly, just... I introduced Dan to good coffee. Right. It's just a glass (laughs) canister. It's got a little mesh screen. You put your water and your grounds all together. Let it stew for for four or five minutes. And then you press it down. And you're good to go. You got great coffee. We have not used our regular coffee maker for almost six months now wow. because we have decided that we like Fully this a lot more. To right. French press. We'll make two or three cups of coffee at a time, which is all we generally need. We're not throwing stuff away. It's better coffee. We're all coffee snobs now. Anyway, oh that's the list. There's all kinds of great other ideas out there. Ryan, who wins? Oh, as much as it pains me to say this, I'm going to go with the saw. Yeah, I would have to agree. Yeah. Look at that! The saw is a good one. All right, really good. I am going to get some kind of trophy or medal, maybe both produced, and I will wear these and display them proudly. Oh my goodness, a crown. (laughs) (laughs) And the other aforementioned things will be coming my way. Anyway, we hope dads everywhere have a great Father's Day. We're going to take a break. Ryan, thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, Haley and I will be back in just a minute trying to inspire you to tackle that next project. That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, Haley, in the next segment, we're going to be talking about some curb appeal projects mm-hmm. that we think people should tackle. Probably things that we should maybe tackle and look at at our home. Yes, this isn't just pointing fingers. No, it's it's not about that at all. I'm pointing fingers back at myself as yes. well. But in order to get ready for that, we kind of took around a walk around the neighborhood here and just kind of pointed fingers <laughs> at other homes. And we were, we were getting inspired. We were getting inspired about projects that we think should be tackled. And honestly, a lot of them were projects that 
really were pretty simple. And we kind of wondered why hadn't they been tackled? Mm -hmm. And as we were kind of going through that list, we thought, well, we could honestly go on the radio and and give people a big list of things to do, which, of course, we are going to do. That's the next segment. We will do that. (laughs) But there's another topic to address or at least consider, and it's why aren't we doing some of these things? Yeah, because I'm sure that, you know, without us giving you a list, you know all the things that you probably should be doing around the house, interior, exterior, right now. I bet and some aren't. of them. Some of them. I bet you don't know all of them. No. I but bet you we can have surprise some list. people. Right. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff we know we should be doing. Right. But we're not. And we thought we'd kind of dig into that because I think it's an interesting conversation. Why aren't we? And I know part of it is we we're afraid of it or in one way or another it makes us uncomfortable right it's it causes anxiety right we're not sure how to do it we're Money. afraid it's going to be expensive all kinds of different things but at the core it's fear on one level or another you know i was just talking to somebody about some problems i had with items <laughs> <laughs> there's somebody else i talked to about my normal problems <laughs> but but w- with some products that i bought and just s- some problems i ran into and how i ended up googling and going online and trying to figure out why is this making this sound and i had to describe the sound in google which was fun oh, yeah that's fun and then i got an answer and, and a couple of different things suggested okay look at this look at that i started tearing the, the piece apart the equipment apart and i found yes exactly that's the problem and, and you the largely parts. fixed it, right? I, I did fix it. That was my lawnmower. I got it fixed. Everything's good to go. And I was saying that, and it was such a fun thing to learn about and figure out how these pieces worked. And it's so satisfying once you have fixed it. And the person I was telling it to said, yeah, well, you're handy. Mm-hmm. And I just want to laugh because anybody who's listened on the show... I think I'm handy in a way. You know, you're I handy. Can... You're handy because you jump in and just do it. I, I mean, that's the do. difference. It's my superpower. I'm not always good at it. Right. <laughs> and there's sometimes a lot of misery along the way. Like maybe I should have hired someone to do this. <laughs> yes. And but I know myself. I know what is too far. Right. And I know what's within my reach. And I am willing to try. And the main reason I'm willing is because I'm cheap. That's right? really what yes, it all boils exactly. down to. I think I'm the same way. I think that is 100% why I do so many things myself is because I just don't want to spend the money on paying someone else to do it. It can be so expensive to get people out there. And my big concern is to bring somebody out there. I've had it before mm-hmm. where I bring somebody out or I bring a car in and, well, did you think to put gas in it? Or did you think, oh, that's why it had to be towed here? It all makes sense now. You know, it all yeah. comes together. I hate to do something stupid like that where there was an easy fix. So I dig into it and I normally find out that it's not, you know, some ridiculous easy fix. But I find out that this fix that I would have thought was really complicated doesn't look as complicated as I thought. Right. And I don't need the specialty tools that I maybe thought for whatever project it is. And, oh, I could get the part. And I find myself jumping in because it's going to cost me 60 bucks if I can do it. Right. 360 if I have to pay it done. And I've learned so much. It's been fun along the way. So when this person said that, I was making the argument that, no, I think everybody potentially can be handy. Honestly, honestly, if I can be considered handy, and this is not false, what is that word? 
False humility. Sure, yeah. This is real. This is real. (laughs) If I can be considered handy, other people can get there too. Most everybody can get there. Well, I think that's the thing. You can get there. Like, no one's born with, like, all of this expertise. They don't just come out of the womb, like, knowing how to fix a car. They learned that stuff. We all have to take the time to find the information, understand certain things, and that skill set grows over time. That's the key here is just time time and effort right it never happens if you don't try to do it and put the time in so let's talk about you know there's that but why am i still not doing projects there's mm-hmm. still projects yeah. that i don't do there's projects you don't do you know talk about a couple of them that you maybe haven't tackled or that you decided to jump into yeah okay how so you did it and what happened when you did last night this isn't even a project this is like beyond stupid oh boy <laughs> And I would consider myself a handy person, and a handy person isn't required when doing what I'm about to tell you I did. I attached the hose to the sprinkler. Yeah, I would definitely... (laughs) Yeah, I was avoiding this. A participation ribbon for... Why were, Why in the world? I was avoiding it. Why? I was afraid that it was going to be broken. The sprinkler? Yeah. I just... This was a sprinkler left over at your new house or you brought it? Okay, so it's a new sprinkler to you. So I inherited the sprinkler and I was kind of excited at first when I first saw that when we moved in the fall. And then it just sat outside because I forgot about it and then I felt bad about that. Feels like a children's story. (laughs) (laughs) The sad sprinkler. The sad sprinkler, yeah. (laughs) I think I felt a little sorry for it. But then... I've just been literally avoiding it because I don't want to find out that I'm going to have to go buy a new sprinkler, I think. Uh, they're not expensive. I know. Hey. I know. But it's all of this like anxiety yep. that I've built up in my head that's totally ridiculous. None of it's sane. I know it's not. <laughs> so what? last night, you screwed up your courage. Yeah. You stepped to the brink. Yep. In your right hand, you <laughs> held the garden hose. In your left, this sad sprinkler. And somehow you connected the two? I did, and, and then, it worked. Oh, my goodness. Yep. That really is. It's ridiculous. Is, but like that's the level at which I think that we are stopped sometimes. Like It could be as big as repainting cabinets. It could be as small as watering the lawn. Yeah, I completely get it. I have uh, every year, um, I have the sprinkler system winterized. And then starting it up in the spring is one of those I drag my feet on Mm -hmm. because I never remember exactly what I'm supposed to do. You know, I I always figure it out in the end, but it's always miserable. Yeah. Water's everywhere. I'm soaked. It's there's tension. Is it going to start this time? I always go down a million possibilities where this is the one. It's over. And I need a new house. You know, I always go to the extremes. And I hate that job, or I hate hooking up the drip system. I was telling you about that before we went on air, where I have a little, just a little timer mm-hmm. to run off the pump and to power right. this drip system for all my flowers. And figuring out that timer, it's just complicated. It's easy in the in the, in the end. Right, I can it's always not like remember it. actually difficult. It just is the time and the anxiety and like the frustration. And it's crazy that if we have anxiety over little crazy stupid things like that, I mm-hmm. know that this stuff piles up over big projects, like you mentioned, painting cabinets or something. And the problem with it, you know, in in one sense, maybe there's no problem, you know, so I'm not doing it, so what am I out? Well, what you're out is the experience of enjoying, let's let's talk about cabinets, your kitchen. Mm -hmm. I am in this exact boat right now, and it's utterly, utterly ridiculous. I work at RepcoLite. Yeah. This is something I should be just jumping right into, but I'm tired. I just don't feel like it. And what happens is over time, I've been in the house eight years now, nine years, 
it's that charter oak is the color that we used to sell at Repco Light. It's that orangish 80s, 90s oak. Yes. The kitchen cabinets are that. I didn't like it the moment we moved in. I don't like it now. And that was eight years ago? Eight years ago. I have lived with it. And the problem that I think is is frustrating or interesting, I guess. It's frustrating, but it's more interesting than anything else. Yeah. When I first was living through this, it was really noticeably annoying to me that I didn't like these cabinets. Mm-hmm. Got to fix this. I don't like my kitchen. Well, I've kind of come to accept it. Now, I've not accepted the oak. I've accepted the fact that I don't like my kitchen. <laughs> and that's really, really a bad yeah. place to be because Isn't honestly, that interesting? It, it, well, it's depressing, even though it's not overtly depressing. Yeah, you know? it's like the subtle, like low level despair. Yes. Yeah. All the time. And if I would just jump in, I know that it's going to start to improve and I'll get through it. I'd had that with a table in the garage. This is another stupid example. A huge table, a kitchen table I replaced. I got a new one and this old one I was going to bring to the thrift store sure. you know, and drop it off. But then I thought nobody's going to want it. It's not in great shape. I don't know what I was thinking. It's a thrift store. They'll take it. <laughs> but I was thinking maybe not. They're going to judge you. Right. Yeah. And then I thought it's so huge and bulky. Maybe nobody wants that in their showroom, you know? And so it sat in my garage. Well, it sat in the garage for a long time, you know, probably before Christmas. And I finally got rid of it this past weekend. It sat all that time. It oh took up gosh. all that space. Yeah, because you have a one-stall garage. So one that's s- a ton of space that's right. being taken up. Nothing else could be in, you know, between that and the lawnmowers. That, right. That's who gets to be in my garage. And it was such a pain. But it was this little nagging thing. Mm-hmm. And all the rigmarole of getting it there. You know, I thought they're going to reject me. Yeah. <laughs> I clearly got rejection issues. <laughs> I'm going to talk to my therapist about that next time I'm there. But I didn't want to be rejected at the thrift store. I mean, that's the ultimate of rejection. Yeah, no, it is. That's but I pictured sure. that. I pictured the mess of getting it out of the garage, all the work involved, and I kept putting it off. But is it was it like, going to fit in the truck? Right. Yeah. All of these little pebbles that piled up on my back, let's say, mm-hmm. became really weighty over time. And finally, this past weekend, in the midst of doing other things, I kept thinking, you are, you know, I had an argument with myself. You're procrastinating on this table. Yeah. Just get it out there. And so I reached out to my son. Can you come and help me? And by then the wheels were in motion. So you couldn't stop it. And I couldn't stop it. And I got moving through it. And the weight that's lifted when I dropped that thing off. And they said, wow, look at this table. It's amazing. Yeah, they were so excited for it. (laughs) I'm showing them how it works. I was all excited. You had that with your garage. You've got this huge garage project. Yeah. And it piles on your shoulders. Finish the garage. It's... A two-car garage is detached, and it's completely unfinished right now, right? There is no insulation. It's just the wood, walls, studs, ceiling rafters, concrete floor. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, it's an old garage. And I want to turn it into a studio space for my art slash gallery to be able to show my art. And it's a big deal. I'm really excited for this project. It was like one of the motivating factors in buying a house, but it's also been... A huge fear. Yeah. Because it's huge. That's a huge thing. And you jumped into it this weekend. Finally. I this did. past weekend. Finally. I've been putting this off and thinking like, well, I'm just in the planning stages, which was like a half truth, right? It, it's a trick that yeah. our brain plays. Exactly. We'll just stay in that planning mm-hmm. stage. It's the fear that you got to overcome. And yes. honestly, what we found with both of these little projects, with any project, 
it's getting into it. And once you get into it, right. you find it's not nearly as bad as you probably thought it was going to be. Yeah. The answers start to come. You start to see how things work. Well, right. Because as soon as I got in there and started cleaning it out this weekend, like really cleaning it, getting all the dust and the cobwebs out and washing the floors and everything, like I start to have a little bit of ownership of that space too, ownership of the project. Like, okay, I'm in it now. I've got some momentum. I can see how things are going to happen. Yeah, it's just such a difference. Right. If you've got projects like that, whatever it looks like, you know, if it's painting your kitchen cabinets, if it's doing some repair work on the car. Now, of course, there are limits to what we can and should do. But a lot of these projects can be tackled around the house. Talk to the experts at any Repcolite or Port City Paints. We'll walk you through whatever project and get you the info you need. The people when I had my lawnmower that needed to be fixed, I got the parts from a local place and they walked me through a few of the little, when I put it back together, make sure you do these things. Right. The experts want to share that info. You can become more handy than you think you already are. Absolutely. You just got to jump in and start asking questions. And if those projects are piling up, the biggest solution to getting through them is to just take that first step and start. Absolutely. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about curb appeal projects that maybe you're thinking about doing. Maybe you know you should do, or maybe we're going to add more to your list. <laughs> That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost. Well, Haley, we're back, and we promised at the end of last segment that we were going to give out all kinds of jobs for people to do. And I, I thought about this. We can't do that. Yeah, it's, it's Father's Day weekend. Right. The premier weekend of the year. We can't give out jobs for well, dads to do. should be, maybe this is another Father's Day present segment, actually. It could be all the jobs that children should do for their dads on Father's oh, Day. Oh, well, yeah, we could go that route. <laughs> that's definitely a way to go. I don't know if I'd let my kids do some of these, though. Yeah, that's fair. I have standards, and I want those standards to be met. No, I think what this is is going to be more about if you feel like doing these things, you go for it. It's how this country works. But if you don't want to, maybe just use this as a list to kind of get your brain going and see if maybe these are things you need to do around your house. You know, when we're done, you could go outside, take a look at the house based on what we talked about, because a lot of these things, we can forget about them and overlook them yes. with our own space. If you don't want to go outside because it's too warm, you could always send out a child with a camera. They can text you pictures of the exterior. So they can't do the work, but no. they can at least document ahead oh, of yeah. time. They can text you those pictures. And, then, and from air-conditioned yeah. comfort, you can examine your house from the outside, there you from go. the inside. Ooh, yeah, that's there you technology go. for so, you. Yes, we want to talk about curb appeal. Like we said, these things can be things we overlook. We get used to living in a space, and we just don't see this stuff. Yeah, we're house blind. So try to look at your house from the outside as if it's not your house. Be yeah. a little more critical. And you're going to see some stuff and maybe want to jump into some projects. Now, before we get to listing off a few of the places, some key areas to look, I think we should address the whole idea of why curb appeal is even important in the first place. Well, right. I think that we have the idea that it's for other people. And it could be, you know, if you're selling your house and that's really important, that's the first impression. But it's also just really important for you and your own like personal satisfaction and happiness when you're driving up to your house after work. There's just a nice, like, huh, look mm -hmm. at that. No, I know. that. I think that sounds crazy. I think there's certain people that completely get it. There's other people that think, I don't care. I really think there's something psychological that we may not even clue into, mm -hmm. but when we feel better about our space, we're more likely to take better care of it yet. Right. 
And all of these things work in our benefit. So curb appeal stuff is important. And let's just focus on a few areas, you know, some some key spots to consider and check out. And I think the first one would be the big one. And it's the front door. Yeah, we talk about this every year, you know, when it becomes exterior painting season. The front door is such an easy project to tackle in just a day. And it's a huge impact. Right. It's the thing that everybody's eye is drawn to when you look at a house. So check out your front door. Is it the right color for the house? That's a question. How's the paint holding up? Is it Mm -hmm. fading? You know, should it be spruced up in that regard? Is it chipping and peeling? There are easy solutions, really, for all of those problems. And like Haley mentioned, it's it's a half a day project. It's a quick project. It's a quart of paint in most situations. It's a pretty low investment honestly. Yeah, definitely a huge, huge impact with that. So check out the front door. While you're doing that, look at that whole entry area or whatever that is called. I'm not talking inside. I'm talking outside. Yeah. I mean, whether you have just a landing there or a front porch that's big and nice, like whatever it is, you've got some area surrounding the front door and probably there's some cobwebs or dust or leaves that have built up over time. Dead flies. (laughs) A couple of raccoons that... (laughs) Never made it out of last fall. Actually. You have a dead raccoon right by your front door? I have a dead bird. I didn't realize. I never used the front door. This is terrible. Well, Haley is proving our point. Exactly. I had a dead baby bird on like the sidewalk leading right up to the front door. I have no idea how long it's been there. I was, well, out mowing the lawn with my husband the, the other night and saw it and realized, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. Yeah, that's not cool. Guests no. don't want to see that. So clean that <laughs> stuff out. Check it out. So front door, that landing area. How about landscaping? That's a big one for me. I always notice that landscaping that's overgrown. You know, even even if it's flowers and, and not just weeds. Sure. But some of that stuff can get out of control, bushes and stuff. And really the overall impression is kind of one of neglect. Yes. And it can make the home seem like it's not as cared for. So cut it back. Bring it under control. It's an inexpensive. I mean, really, it doesn't get much more inexpensive when it comes to projects like No, it's just your labor. It's just labor. Yeah. And yes, some days are better than others to get out there and do it. Yeah. But it's going to have a huge impact on the home and how you feel about it. So check that out. Landscaping. Cleaning the house. You know, the siding itself can really get bad. And we walked around the neighborhood. We talked about that. Right. And pointed out other certain houses and some of the siding looks really bad but when you dig into it and look at it it really just needs a good cleaning yeah it's not that the siding needs to be replaced or even repainted you know we have that all the time with people coming into the stores thinking that they're going to repaint their house we tell them to clean the house first they come back in and realize they didn't need to repaint it at all it was just dirty right mine can definitely benefit from this i need to get on it we sell joe max it's a great cleaner Uh, If you do have mold or mildew or stuff like that, you would add a little bit of bleach to it. You know, there's some other precautions to take. We would walk you through all of that, but relatively simple project. It's not terribly fun. It could be. Right. I guess it could be. But that's not really what this is all about. It's not my job to create fun projects for the outdoors. (laughs) Right, right, right. But it will have a huge impact. Definitely think about that. You know, you really just need the Joe Max, maybe a good soft bristled brush. And a you know power washer or something. Right. If you do snag a power washer, maybe it's time to clean the sidewalks, maybe the driveway. That would be a great little project. Yeah, any of that 
concrete that starts to get a little bit stained over time. We don't really realize it until it's clean. Then we think, oh my gosh, that was filthy. Yeah, definitely something to do. One last thing, check out your front porch. Same concept as we mentioned with the doors. What does that area look like? We're going to dig into a few more of these next week when we've got more time. I really want to focus on the front porch because I think we've got some cool ideas to turn that into a really, really usable and inviting space. Absolutely. We're going to get to that next week. But now we've got to wrap it up. If you want to catch this one again, you can find it online at RepcoLite.com. Whatever you do today makes your paints a part of it. The RepcoLite and Port City Paint Stores are open until 3, waiting to help. All dads out there, have a great Father's Day. I'm Dan Hansen. I'm Haley Johnson. Thanks for listening.